Welcome to the Hong Kong on Screen podcast, brought to you by Hong Kong on Screen, a Los Angeles-based nonprofit organization promoting films and culture of Hong Kong. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hong Kong on Screen podcast. And today we are very lucky and privileged to have director Lawrence Lau interviewing about his film Spacked Out from the year 2000. Director Lau is a very pivotal figure in Hong Kong cinema since the 1980s, late 1980s. Um, he made his breakthrough through the film Gangs, which is a social realist film about teenage problems. And then later, he also made more realist films such as Queen of Temple Street. And he hit it big with the Lee Rock duology starring Andy Lau about uh, the corrupt police force in colonial Hong Kong. After that, he continued to make various films, collaborating sometimes with Johnny Toe's Milky Way image, including this film that we're going to talk about, Spacked Out, which is another film about teenage delinquency, this time in the districts of Tuyen Mun and Mong Kok. It's about a few teenage girls and the problems they have, including unwanted pregnancy and um, failing grades and all that kind of stuff, and presented through a rather romantic, almost impressionistic style. Yeah, so today we are very grateful to have Director Lau here. Uh, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So my first question for you is, so obviously teenage delinquency is a problem and a topic that you keep returning to, including your first film, Gangs, and then now it's backed out and other films start your career. So my question for you is, what keeps drawing you back to this subject matter? And what more do you think you have to say about it every time you make a new film about it? Well... Obviously, uh, the, the uh, problem, youth problems, it's, 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 it's always there. So uh, in, in, in every generation, there are the different uh, facets to it. So there's always uh, room to, um, to explore the theme. And um, I think uh, one of the reasons, I have to say that um, Hong Kong film industry, it's very based on the commercial side so uh, I think um, youthful youth gang films like this um, have like their commercial appeal to most people who, who are putting up the money. So um, when, when they think of a low budget independent film, immediately they would think that, oh, maybe we should do a film about, mm -hmm. about youths and, 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 uh, and, uh, and their problem. And when they think about the subject matter, then obviously I'm one of the directors that they would think of because I've had, you know, um, experiences uh, along this line. So I, I would say that it's it, it's very much down to a very uh, a practical <laughs> level mm -hmm. that I end up doing so many useful uh, themes on 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 the um, delinquents and and uh, problems about young people. Um, it's just that. Obviously, they it's it's a more low budget kind of production, but I enjoy doing them because I think I I get a lot of um, energy from from doing it from from meeting young people and getting to know how young people uh, through all these years have, uh, in different generations uh, what the the problems are a lot similar or, or not. So uh, it's it's um, a, a subject matter that that I think uh, you can never stop exploring, and um, of course um, 
the the reason that uh, we end up doing spec out is uh, when when Johnny Toe again asked me to do a film about youth gangs, my immediate response was that uh, since I've already done one mm -hmm. um, youth and triads, then I decide that maybe we should try and and do one um, exploring youth problems from the female perspective through. Mm -hmm young girls and and also because um you know, around 2000 the triad problem was no longer as prevalent as as before in the 80s and 90s and so um it, it, it wasn't um, a, a subject that i want to uh, get into but more on the um the social problems of, of how uh, young girls in the in the suburbs, in the in the outlying areas of, of Hong Kong, how how they 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 dealing with uh, growing up uh, through um, because they they're not in the in the center of things. They're not living in the in the in, in the city. So in a sense, they are like a, a minority. They are like a, um, a, the a, a neglected group. So um, it's in it's interesting. To explore how how they would be different from from young people who are, are actually growing up in in the metropolitan area, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you're right that in Hong Kong cinema, at least since the new wave, there is kind of a tradition of the street gang, uh, teenage problem kind of movie. You know, you have your own gangs. You have movies like uh, Lang Mui Zai or um, Sam Zeng Kwan, etc. And I think what what struck me as special about Spacked Out is the style of the film is very impressionistic. You're working with a cinematographer uh, like Yu Fai, who you know has worked on several films by Wong Kar Wai, and it's very kind of poetic kind of style. You have very colorful. You have the camera in strange, uh, unorthodox places. So yeah, can you talk a little bit about how you got the inspiration for? this um, style of the movie instead of a more gritty kind of realist style? One of the creative people who really helped in uh, uh, deciding on the style of the film is my art director mm -hmm. who decided early on that uh, we should do something that's more like a getting into the, the consciousness of, 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 of the girls. So it, it was real, but in a sense, we want to get deeper into what they were thinking and and how they were really em emotionally to challenge their, their the situations in, in in which they were put into and so winke which is my art director she really helped in in setting the style and then of course we we talked it over with like yufai and then uh through his camera work and the lighting uh, it became more of a straightforward, realistic kind of depiction of the life that mm -hmm. these girls were, were were living then. But uh, also through their eyes, they would experience their their situations, their their life situations. So um, that's how we decided on on doing something that's more heightened and and not yeah. totally sort of like real life kitchen sink drama yeah mm. yeah and i think it looks great it feels great it makes it more enjoyable and easier to watch um another thing that struck me about the film is 
it feels so real and so authentic all the characters and the situations and the dialogue and so i'm wondering what was the shooting style or directing style on set like and how much of the film was actually scripted and how much of it was just improvised and discovered well uh, we 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 had a full script when we started production but um like as in gangs i felt that to really get uh, a naturalistic acting from 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 these uh, inexperienced they, the the girls they're not experienced actors so uh they they don't have any kind of especially the 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 lee she's never been in a film before and so i wanted to get as much as a naturalistic uh response from them as as possible and so what i did was that um i i i didn't let them read the script i just on the the day of of the, of the the film itself i would tell them about what we were filming and what the um uh, the situation of that scene was like and then um they would sort of improvise their dialogue not so much the their uh, their action because um of course the uh we have to stick to the the, the, the storyline so we sort of give them the gist of the scene and then um they would uh, through their own i mean that they've they've sort of experience some of the the things that that we 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 were um, dramatizing in, in in the film anyway so they 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 would immediately get uh, uh what we were trying to uh portray and so they they just use their own words to you know be being mm. character and uh that's how we did most of the film we also uh when we were writing the script we were also doing the uh, casting at the same time and um a, a lot of the what's in the script uh, were actual material that we 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 got from from talking to these girls from our, our research with with various uh, uh um, um young people that were that came to the casting um so in a way they were co-authoring or, or helping write the, their scripts and the the script in a sense was tailor made for them so they didn't have any problem um mm -hmm. improvising on set i see yeah on a similar note to that i was going to ask about so these actors these teenage actors are actually they're basically child actors you know they're so incredibly convincing it, it doesn't even feel like they're acting it feels like they're just being so i'm wondering where did you find them and what was it like working with them oh obviously we 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 had various um ways of we had calls you know casting calls uh and then um some of these kelefe mm gongsi -hmm. the you know the 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 extras casting. casting they would help because they they are uh familiar with getting no name actors and and so they 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 have this 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 method of just casting their their net uh, around uh the particular area that we 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 ask them specifically to find people from Tun Moon and so they they mm -hmm. got us a lot of uh, young people from Tun Moon uh that was one way and another was uh my assistant directors were were going out to various places like where they would hang out 
sometimes even uh, in front of uh, schools uh, when they you know, come out and then he'll, he'll just you know go up to them and, and start talking to them. Uh, it, it was various uh, uh, methods and um, so it, it wasn't just one way and uh, we just cast a white net and I think the whole process took about three or four months and then uh, at the same time we were writing the script as well and I think the script writers they also met with some of these girls and they they I think they they, they actually um, went out to Tun Moon and, and did a lot of research on their own as well and so it was um, everybody sort of like chipped in in, in, in helping out mm -hmm. in, in doing the research and doing the casting yeah adding on to that throughout your career you've worked with some of the biggest stars in Hong Kong cinema, such as Andy Lau, Tony Leung, Leslie Cheung. And then you've also worked with unknown non-actors like in this film's Backed Out. And I'm wondering, how do you direct them differently? And if you can answer me, like, do you prefer working with big name actors or unknown actors like them? Well, <clears throat> it's different. So uh, I, I enjoy working with inexperienced uh, actors because they like a, you know, a piece of white paper that you can sort of mold them. Uh, mm. It's, it's, uh, they, and they, they don't come with any kind of method uh, in, in acting. They, I think the key to directing uh, these, these inexperienced actors is actually in the casting process itself. Mm. If you find the right people for the right characters for the script, then you, you know you don't have any problem in directing them uh, on set because they'll just be. Uh, of course, they have to be natural in front of the camera. But if if they have no problem about uh, about that, then you know they they just basically they directing themselves. You don't need to do much. Uh, you know you don't need to coddle them or anything. You just have to tell them what you want and 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 in a way it's it's like you know it's a you know you you you're working together to mold the scene and and i think i i and enjoying that because it's like you know it's a, it's a creative process it's a it's it's like doing something together and not you're not just you know being a somebody who's up there and then just demanding uh everything to be you know along a certain line mm -hmm. It, it it's sort of more fluid. That's that's what I enjoy about directing young, inexperienced actors. With stars, with the with, um, of course, again, I think it's it's also about casting the right people in in in, in the role. Uh, of course, you you you'll meet with them before the production starts. You 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 go over the script and you talk to them about the the, the character. And, and you know that depends on the actor. Sometimes they have a lot of questions, and sometimes they don't. And I think a lot of times, if you have enough preparation before shooting, then on set you just basically uh, you, you do a couple of rehearsals, and then they, they know where the camera is, and and then you're there. And so it's the I think it's it, it's the casting. I think I've always believed in. In, in, in having the right people for the right role and that, that because uh, when it's done right, the director doesn't really have to do much on set. 
Actually, about that, the question that just came to my head is, did you do any rehearsals with these young actors or did you just go on set and just do it? No, never, never. Because that, that's the whole point of it. If you, if you um, want to be as natural as possible, you, 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 you want to get them, you know, when they, they're most fresh. You don't want them to, to rehearse it so much that they, they, it becomes, you know, like too much. It, it becomes more unnatural when it, it, it's, yeah. it's uh, rehearsed. So I try to avoid, unless the, the, there are certain camera movements that demands that. Otherwise, uh, I don't do, do any rehearsals. I try not to. Yeah, speaking of big names, I think one that surprised me and probably other people is Johnny Toe. You know, he's famous for making very gritty, violent crime dramas or very crowd-pleasing rom-coms. And this is neither one of those. And it's a very surprising film on his filmography, I think. So my question is, what was it like working with him? And how much did he actually participate as a producer of this film? Well, once he approves of the the um, subject matter, and then he, he pretty much uh, gives us a free hand in developing the script. Of course, we would talk to him about the development of it, and then I'll, I'll meet with him now and then, tell him, you know, how things were going. He will give his uh, opinion, but um, he he doesn't really involve himself too much in the, in in the whole creative process. He he pretty much gives us a, a, a free hand, and then well, after the script is approved, then. Again, it's uh, the whole production. It's it's he 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 just leaves it to the production manager, and then um, if it's not over budget, then he pretty much leaves us, you know, to our own device. And then he um, he, he he's a he's a very good <laughs> to me a very good producer because uh, he really believes in in giving a creative free hand to directors. Yeah, that's great. Um, I guess another question I have for you is, you know, from reading your biography, you probably had a quite different adolescence from these people depicted on screen. You know, you went to DBS, which is one of the more prestigious schools in Hong Kong, and you didn't, I don't know if you grew up in Tun Moon, but you probably didn't. And so I'm wondering, how did your own adolescence and teenage years inform your making of this film? Well, Obviously, I, I'm 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 from a different milieu from from these these uh, young people, and um, I only started getting into social problems like this when I was uh, working at RTHK Radio Television Hong Kong, and mm -hmm. we were doing a lot of of uh, programs about uh, you know on on the the social problems of Hong Kong that I I got into you know uh, dealing with with the social issues. Much of it is it's it's really just doing research and getting to meet the uh, people and finding the right people who would get you to meet people for, from outside your your own circle. And I was lucky in that I've met quite a few people like social workers or or people who are dealing with youth problems that they were very helpful in 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 getting me to understand what they were dealing with and, and getting to actually meeting and talking to, to these uh, young people. So um, I think that 
it's because I'm sort of like an outsider, then I can take more of a, a objective view that helps me to explore these these subject matters. I don't know. Sometimes if you get too close to something, you 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 don't feel that that there's there's anything to it. But when you are, uh, you sort of like standing a little back from it, being being an observer, then there are things that you find maybe people who's who's actually inside that circle would find common or not so particularly special or. or but for us, it, it's something that's worthy of, of exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, here's a question that I see a lot of people online say. I don't know if you're familiar with the new social media platform called Letterbox. It's like a website where a lot of young people who watch films can write reviews. And one of the questions that I see the most is, what does spacked out actually mean? A lot of people think... Is it just a typo of spaced out or because it's not a word in English? So I'm wondering where did the title come from? Well, uh, um, actually, the, the, the title came from one of our co-workers. He was also educated in, 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 in North America, in, in the States. And he, he, he thought that the title needs to be something that's not immediately makes sense or, or even doesn't have to make sense because... Um, uh, it, it, it's sort of like something that's it, it, you can make whatever you want out of it, mm-hmm. you know, spaced out or it, it means, I, I guess it gives you more sort of mm-hmm. you know, a way, way to uh, to interpret it uh, or, or what it actually means. So basically, I don't think it means anything and it can mean anything that you want it to be i see yeah uh, my last question is i think in recent years we've seen a lot of distributors especially Amer- north american or english speaking distributors uh, re-release and uh, restore hong kong films including your own and um, i'm wondering what was it like when you got the call that someone wants to you know, re-release Spacked Out, which is, I think, remains one of the more obscure films of her career. And what is it like revisiting the film 20 years later? Well, I'm obviously, you know, um, happy and, and, and glad that uh, finally, um, at least people of of the different generation would get to exp- uh, to see what young people in the year 2000 were, were going through. So... I think it's a it's a slice of life that that I'm happy that that people would would get a lot of um, actually uh, uh, young people have come up to me and say oh I've I've uh, we, we I was also growing up around that time and it really brings up a lot of, of memories or good or bad you know of of that time and place and I'm 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 happy that that film had had served its purpose in in in, in preserving uh, something from that era. And um, as for me, watching the film again, uh, obviously, you know, like all most directors, you can only see the flaws of the film. But I think a, 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 a much of it still holds up. Um, I'm just glad that it, it doesn't seem to be too out. Uh, mm. Still quite um, young and modern. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm 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 glad that Pearl and and Kanye releasing 
is is doing such a good job of letting people be able to to see this film again yeah after yeah. all the years speaking of preserving the scenes of the film like i think what struck me was so much of it looked so contemporary like it could have been shot today and i think a lot of the youth culture is still similar but a main difference that i noticed was you shot a lot of scenes of the city and there were so many neon signs and nowadays it's almost all demolished and yeah it's like a precious record of what hong kong looked like just 20 years ago so yeah uh, well um do you have any more to share to our audiences director lao uh no i i i i hope they 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 um they enjoy the film and yeah <laughs> yeah i think they certainly will i think it's very underrated and very similar to a lot of kind of north american films of that era as well but just you know unfortunately obscure and buried and i'm very glad that it's being re-released and hopefully more people will get to see it so spacked out is going to be released through candy releasing our distributor um at the metrograph cinema in new york and it will be coming to other major north american cities um in the next few months so Thank you, Director Lau, very much for the interview today. And thank you to Kanye Releasing and also release, uh, releasing the film on Blu-ray through OCN Releasing, available on the Vinegar Syndrome's website. So thank you very much for the interview today, and I hope you all have a great holiday season. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you.